Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Adam, and my good friend here, Steve. Hello, hello. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Oh, it's another evening recording session. I think this is working for us. I got tons of energy. You got tons of uh, (laughs) Uh, amazing shirt on, folks. As we argue over when our favorite cars were at the top of their game. Now, today, we're talking about the least reliable British car ever, which I know is a double negative. I don't think that's true. It's not. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. And we're talking about the Range Rover Classic. Now, this is a new new strategy for us. This is a very specific. This is a specific. So, this is basically one generation of the Range Rover, which normally we would not do. No. But... We have a special guest today who is partial to these rust buckets. Apparently. Yeah. Yes. We it's ha- taken us 54 or 5 episodes to get this person on. Yeah, today yeah. we are joined by a Monsieur Michael Rapetti. Howdy, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, finally, after a year and a half of begging. Steve, so. tell me why Michael Rapetti is so important. Um, well, he did found our said domicile here at the Motoring Club. Domicile? Yeah. Man, you got one of those word of the day dictionaries for Christmas, (laughs) didn't you? (laughs) Words with no friends? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that funny, but... uh, It was. (laughs) Um, and also a, a figurehead in the LA car scene, and probably worldwide due to collecting cars, and, uh, Motoring Journal, uh, which is a magazine you can take part in and, and own and read and well read. people read generally magazines steve maybe. i don't know yeah, just look at the pictures look at the pictures look at the pictures um and uh is the owner of a, a range rover classic a um, 1995 indeed all right yeah. four door mm-hmm. mm-hmm. soft dash how's that working for you uh you know we've had our ups and downs <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you've been kind enough to let us do this podcast in your podcast room yep. for a long time. So we do appreciate that. So basically without you, this podcast wouldn't have happened. And probably tens of people worldwide would be disappointed. Yeah, that's true. So there would uh, be certainly your a, father. A good baker's yeah. dozen. And yeah. my father. Yeah, yeah. And my <laughs> uncle. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not my wife. She yeah. doesn't listen, no. which is absurd. No, which makes me like her even more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's definitely the number one podcast recorded at the Motoring Club. That's Ooh. true. So, yeah. You know, that's, that's true. Yeah, number one. I don't think anyone's lasted as long as we have, right? People have been in here. Oh yeah, there's been some. Doctor Drew has been in here. Actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. not for a while. So we'll take no. the crown. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah. Exactly. That's fine. Yeah, consistently. So I don't know what that. He says. wore a very ill-fitting shirt when he was here. <laughs> it was very baggy. I was unimpressed. Oh. Okay. But you know, I, I, I have the, sartorial greatness. I thought you were going to go the other way with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other way there is to go on that. All right, but the yeah. point is we're talking about this car because not only does Michael own it, and we finally got him on the podcast, yes. uh, but he's doing a pretty fun event coming up. You want to tell us about that? Yeah. So next weekend, March 6th, we are doing the first annual Range Rover Classic Classic uh, Love it. Which is going to be a gathering of Range Rover Classics only uh, in the desert of Lancaster within L.A. County. And as far as I know, no one's ever done a classic-only gathering. So we are said, why not? Let's do it. 
is that due to reliability issues that nobody could get that many together or yeah not yeah. enough AAA trucks yeah do you to, have to yeah. bring them all to one okay. place do you have a tow truck sponsorship for this event <laughs> yeah and yeah what is the number of the gathering you're hoping to be I I did I did make sure that all attendees uh, made sure that their AAA was up to date mm-hmm. and renewed yeah. and upgrade to platinum if that's yes. an option <laughs> um, so unknown on when the previous largest gathering gathering was but i think i'm just gonna claim it yeah okay. i you would know, assume because it was the factory yeah it was right? the factory Could've or the like war. some the yeah. war <laughs> yeah yeah God, steve just just they could have been using it for that please tell I'm me sure what that, war you're referring to i'm sure to. there's somewhere in nantucket where all these things get together that they're all there somewhere there <laughs> oh, has yeah. To be something. yeah whole foods yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some farmer's market or something yeah sure yeah, yeah. uh so what sorry what's the number you got to get to well so there's been, I mean, there's plenty of vintage Land Rover events all over the place, but they always tend to get crowded out with Defenders. Because, you know, the Defenders work. are... They're yeah, better. They're, they're better. They look better. Yeah. They have panache. So Famous we're like the, you know, the 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 ugly stepchild that no one uh, no one wants to invite to the parties. Okay. So now so. you're throwing your own party. <laughs> yes. Exactly. The nerds nice. are yes. revolting. There. We're making our own. <laughs> All right. How many are going to be there? Okay. Yeah. I keep dodging yeah. your question. Yeah. Uh, one million. Okay. No. no. Yeah. Um, so we, we're expecting about 50. Okay. Um, that is a significant that's number. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And I honestly, so I kind of, you know, in – Having a classic in L.A., I've gotten to just know a lot of other owners. And L.A. and SoCal in general have a ton of classic owners. So every time I've, like, gotten together with any other classic owner, it's always been like, oh, we should do a gathering. We should get people together. So, like, a couple months ago, I decided to just, you know, do it, pick a fun location somewhere out in nature and I was Lancaster. <laughs> yeah. That's in nature. I, I can explain Sand, how I got to Sandcaster out there. Don't yeah. divulge the location. Well, okay, you know, Jeez, it's secret. Go ahead. I was, sorry. you know, you can ignore him. The idea was like, okay, obviously we have the motor and club here. We could have easily just, you know, I could have invited everyone into our back parking lot. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. But these are majestic off-road vehicles yes so one of those words is true (laughs) i figured you know we needed to do somewhere scenic somewhere on some dirt trails okay so in looking around la trying to keep a radius of like an hour and a half from for the tow trucks where we are (laughs) yeah i kind of landed it was either like santa clarita area or lancaster and this property i found is actually a movie ranch oh it's 120 acres and it's just like Beautiful scenery, Joshua trees, Rocky Buttes. So I figured, hey, let's rent the ranch and basically have a day. So it's a very Land Rover thing to do, just to rent the ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's yeah. kind of just very like colonial. Yeah. Starting it off. So this is the the goal of this is like kicking off an annual gathering of classics. Okay. Oh, oh. we so, want to make it repeating. Oh yeah. Okay. And and what are the rules? Like what? Just Range Rover Classic. Who's welcome, who's not. Yeah. Yeah, That was honestly the hardest part and most confusing to people. Okay. Because so many events are 
you know, Land Rover, Land Rover is well, more welcoming. Or or more, <laughs> yeah. We are yeah. very exclusive and yeah. snooty, just yeah. like yeah. our, just like know, a Range Rover. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was hard saying no to all of the other Land Rover enthusiasts who mm. wanted to come, and I. But they've been saying no to you for years. Yeah. So it's like no, no to us, was or it? like, oh yeah, you can get the spot in the back. In the, the back, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So this was, was it like the fox hunt they had an issue with, or on the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough one, PC world. <laughs> so if you're one of the two people who listen to this podcast but don't know Michael very well, or are in the the Land Rover community. Come on out yeah. to this event. It's going to be great. Is there space open still? Yeah. So okay. I have the link to tickets or and an info. Okay. Uh, okay this on is my... actually radio. I don't know if we can put links in the no, sound We'll files. put it in the Instagram <laughs> post. Wait, then, this yeah. is radio? Radio? What? <laughs> Who listens to radio? Um, this is <laughs> all is being this? recorded. So AM radio? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the link is on our Instagram. Oh, so okay. And it's it will you. be on ours, Steve. Yes. I'm looking yeah. at you. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, few few spots left, and uh, yeah, so you know, no spectators, just classics, okay. and however many people and dogs and stuff yep. you can fit in your classic. Nice. Give, me the, give me the date again. Next Sunday, uh, March sixth. Six. All right, yeah. March sixth. Go to the Motoring Club or what's the name of our podcast? Best in Class, I guess. Make that, an effort. That, <laughs> that Instagram. <laughs> you'll find the link. That Instagram? Yeah, that Instagram Wait, thing. 78 years old. <laughs> yes, it'll be on our Instagram. And uh, if you have any questions, hit us up or hit up Michael at The Motoring Club on Instagram. And uh, it looks like an exciting event. Uh, is um, the brand involved at all? The club? For is, oh. is Land Rover? Have you have yes. made them aware? That they you're... are aware, and they have blessed it. They oh, like... no cease and desist. No, oh, they oh, they wow. That's a good step. they are not uh, going to be directly involved. Yep. Like they're not bringing trucks or anything. That's okay. Uh, but they are they are excited that yeah. we're, that we're doing it. Yeah, and uh, so that's always, always they, nice to have yeah. the brand yeah. you know on board just as a you know hey high five. Thanks Any local this. dealers or special guests or anything? No, we're, tease? we're keeping it pretty organic. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, probably in future years we might, you know, get a little more involved with builders. Sell your and, soul. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> but for the first one, it's going to be pretty organic. Are there organic. categories or how do I win? I mean, if you show up and the car is running and not overheating – you're in the top now, three right now. there. We're not. Let's let's. We have a we have a long hour to get through. Let's not pick on the Range Rover. We are going to the desert. So yeah. okay. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. Sand. Are there categories? Will there be awards? No awards. No. Nope, nothing. Nothing. Do you think this is? Uh, you yeah. know. Get out yeah. of here. Yeah. I just. I people have questions. Participation <laughs> trophies. Okay. <laughs> we, we're all winners. We're all winners. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want to jump into it? Into yeah. Our, so that okay. is why we're talking about this very yes. esoteric car. Uh, let's do some history real okay. fast. Uh, the Range Rover Classic was somehow produced from 1969 to 1996. True. The first generation of Range Rover spanned that long, which is pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, this was, you know, produced under the Range Rover name. So what happened is Range Rover, I'm sorry, Land Rover, very confusing. Land Rover has been playing around with getting out of, you know, the Defender and Series trucks and getting into something a little more comfortable, shall we say. For quite a while. In 1949, 
They oh, re- we're going way back. We're okay. going way back. Steve. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1949, they released something called the Estate Car. Didn't work. Failed. No. Okay. No problem. Ten years later, 1958, we'll try it again. Uh, and they tried the Road Rover. Uh, this was for areas such as Africa and Australia. Also didn't work. No. That, that one failed. Okay. And finally, in the 60s, with the North American market booming with the Bronco, the Scout, and the Jeep Wagoneer, Land Rover f- saw some money on the table and it's like, all right, let's seriously try it this time. Let's make something more comfortable for the road, but still capable off-road. And that's where the Range Rover was born. Um what do we have here? O- originally called, so the first one was the Velar. Well, that was the prototype. Prototype. Yeah, that so was, was their back that was their code name. Nineteen seventy, roughly. Actually, no, early sixties. Earlier, earlier, yep. So they tested it in Northern Africa. Um, not, you know, after they took over some countries. That's right. And um, basically, went off road from Anchorage to uh, from Alaska to Argentina. Ooh. Was how they tested it. Ooh. So um, that's fairly impressive. Why they tested it in North America? I mean, as I guess as opposed to better food. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, back in the development stages, the head of uh, the USA operations took a Series Two, which is kind of you know pre Defender, but picture that. He shoved a Buick engine into it and shipped it over to the UK and say, "This is what I want." Mm-hmm. So this is what could happen if we put a big engine in one of these, put a V8, and the company loved it, and that's what they went with. Um, the, in, in 1967 okay. is yep. when the program started, in the your Velar program, and it was uh, the 100-inch station wagon was kind of the brief they were given um, to develop a competitor to the Bronco. Um, they actually bought a Bronco in the UK, or you know. Got one over there for comparison testing and realized, okay, leaf springs, probably not what we want to do. Probably not great. Let's do coil springs all the way around. And we're going to need permanent uh, four-wheel drive. And they were fairly basic in the beginning. You had um, plastic seats. Yep. Uh, Dashboards were plastic, seats were vinyl, and the floor was lined with rubber so it could be hosed out. I'm on board. It wasn't really a – it was a luxury car by accident. You know, they kind of made it a little nicer, and then it got more luxurious later. Yeah, correct. But in the beginning, it was still fairly fairly rugged. Fairly Spartan. Yeah. Um, that Buick V8 that they used had to take quite a few modifications. Uh, the carburetors had to be modded so that the fuel would still work if the car was at an extreme angle. Um, what else we got? Uh, they The engine was originally a 3.5-liter V8 yep. Rover engine. That was able to be cranked, started in an emergency. Mm-hmm. By hand. And they took the V8 and detuned it to put it in the car, which I thought was interesting. Oh, they did? So it was I detuned to 135 <laughs> horsepower. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Which was interesting. So, uh, again, it wasn't about speed. And and also, Michael's looking at me like a lot of this is wrong, so feel free to jump in. So. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You guys okay. are doing great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right. All right. Feel free to don't Michael, get... please describe how your car looks. Yeah. So, so the people at home can imagine what a Range Rover Classic looks like. Beautiful, boxy truck. It is. It is square. It's like two it's, squares. You got a hood. Yeah, and then a big back end. I think like people. Everyone knows G wagons. Sure. And so I feel like it is kind of G wagon esque in that That's the lines generous. are very. <laughs> the lines are very straight. Yeah. Okay. I'll go there. You okay. Know? I'll go there. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's a it, you could be used as a dinner table, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. 
everything was done with just a, a right angle uh, ruler. It was great. So on that design, what happened there is the prototypes were coming along, like the frame, mm -hmm. the engineers were building it. And, but the styling wasn't done. The styling department was behind. So the, uh, the actual engineers building the prototype just slapped on some aluminum mm -hmm. just so they could go test it. Yeah. And they, they were just functional panels. And, and so it could be legally driven on the road. And then they just used that for so long, they finally sent that to styling. And styling's like, love it. Yes, done. <laughs> go Perfect. with that. Go All with they that. changed was the headlights and the grill. And I think the turn signals. And that's it. So this is basically the nerdy engineers just like, yeah, put some aluminum on there. It'll mm -hmm. be fine. And design, I guess, was taking the day off and said, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. It, it is. It what is, else was Land Rover designers doing? That's true. <laughs> but it does have a certain classic look to it, right? You know, uh, the early Villars. Yeah, like those, Stonehenge. Had, yeah, right? a little bit. A little bit. And it had those early fender mounted mirrors. Mm -hmm. The early ones, which I thought that's was right. nuts. That's you know, right. Um, and of course, the earlier ones are two doors. And then when did they transition to four? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Oh, we'll get okay. there. I'm jumping ahead. So it okay. launched in 1970. The real one. The, the real one, one we know today. That's okay. right. The new Range Rover. Yeah. Boasted a top speed of 95 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Did zero to 60 in 15 seconds. Mm. Yeah. But somehow, I'm very impressed with this actually. Towing capacity of 3.5 tons. That's a surprise. Wow. It was a work truck. It was 135 uh, yeah. horsepower, yeah. you said, or 100 when you're, something. When you're rich, you're not in a hurry. You don't need 5. speed. I hope that's wrong, because that's a huge amount. And uh, you could accommodate five people at a two-door. It's pretty good. I uh, had hydraulic disc brakes on all four wheels, a groundbreaking, quote-unquote, four-speed, dual-range, permanent four-wheel drive system. I only know what some of those words mean. Yeah. Yep. That, that seemed like a lot. Uh, and then it went on to basically crush every four-wheel rally or contest that it entered. Perry Dakar. Um, it was one of the two first vehicles ever to cross the Darien Gap. Do you know what that is, Steve? Don't be dirty. Oh, okay. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Central America into South America. Still, yeah. Panama and everything. Yep. There is 60 miles of jungle okay. that has never, ever had a road on it. To this day. Okay. It's called the Darien Gap. It's the only reason you cannot drive from Alaska down to Chile. You have a 60-mile section that cannot be traversed by vehicle. But the Land Rover, the Range Rover Classic was one of the first two vehicles to do it. What was the other one? It was actually a Defender or a Series 2. Oh, okay. Same thing. Okay. So, two Land Rovers. Uh, they say that, well, I guess it's mostly the Defender, but also maybe the Range Rover Classic, that the Range Rover was one of the first cars that a lot of people saw. like in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're... In backwoods, Africa, Asia, yeah, wherever yeah, you are, yeah. this was the first vehicle you would ever see would be a Land Rover, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so what I don't understand is it was crushing all these off-road events, and somehow it became the choice of the aristocratic English country house crowd, the royals. Yes. I don't get how that happened, but it did. Well, I mean, it, you're it, English. You tell me. Uh, the Queen has one. Yeah, that but helps. why did she buy one? Because it was British, and it, nothing says I'm here to take over your country like a Land Rover. Like four-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Range Rover. That was, British that racing was, green. Exactly, yeah. So somehow um, this very utilitarian car became a luxury good. But it's like Burberry. Um, you know, that was that's fair. military That's fair. Designed to be functional. And it's, you know, it's, it's you got to go to the farmer's market and something. Yeah, you do. 
And so that's how that stuff happened. So you had a question about the two-door to four-door. Yes. Well, the two-door lasted for the first 11 years. You could have a two-door. That's okay. it. Um, but that became a problem because if you were aristocratic in Africa or the Middle East, you had a chauffeur. And it is very awkward to get out of that car in an elegant way if it's just a two-door. So everyone complains, like, give me another door. Even though, Michael, you can confirm this. I've never seen it. But on the two-door, it has two sets of door handles? Is that true? I read about it. I don't know if it's true. Apparently, That's a good question. There's a door handle where you would normally find one kind of by the window winder. Okay. There's a second door handle for the passenger behind the front seat. There's hmm. two mechanisms so that you have, you know, again, if you're chauffeured, you can open your own door, hmm. move the seat forward, and get out. You have autonomy. Driving down the road, backseat exactly. passenger exactly. just pulls Bam. the ripcord. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see pictures of it. I hope it's true. It'd be amazing. Um, so it finally, 1981, the four-door debuted. And Michael was in love ever since. Uh, Do you prefer a four-door or a two-door? I prefer a two-door. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this uh, is my blow up my whole spot. Of, yeah. My whole choice. No, it. the two-door is more exotic because we didn't get it in the U.S. Yeah, and so, they're actually more valuable now. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I, I love the four-door. It's more practical, and that's what we had in the U.S., but the two-door has, like, a special place in my heart because it's exotic. Okay. And yeah. They, they You rarely see them. Yeah, so it took 11 years for the four-door to make a debut, and the U.S. didn't get it until 1984. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite a while. And the U.S. was actually sp- supposed to get the Range Rover in 1974. Yeah, that would make more sense. So when they designed the Range Rover initially, part of the reason of putting the V8 in it was for the American market. Sure. And then a bunch of just world issues, U.S. issues, stopped them from actually well, s- importing them. 74 would have been fuel the, crisis. Yep, and then the yep. safety like regulations, yep. all of that. Yep. So they they were like set to import them, and then they were like, eh, yeah. maybe not. So in 1980, uh, Monteverde, have you seen? Have you heard about this? I don't know what this the is. The Swiss okay. company. Yeah. So they made. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Four door conversions. That's right. Yeah. And uh, because uh, Land Rover came out with their own in like 1981, 1982, but you could get the two door, and this company would convert it to four door. I just said it was 1981. I feel like you're not well, even listening. No, to me. I don't listen. I'm I'm <laughs> listening to our guests. I never listen to you. Shut up. Um, so and you know we'll go over this later, but uh. The first one, not not the first one, but one of the early ones, was owned by a guitarist in Black Sabbath. Hmm. Bro, we're not on. I know, cars I know, but it leads into something <laughs> later. Yeah, geez. he likes so the foreshadow. Fin- when we yeah. finally got the car in 1984, yeah. uh, it kind of got specked up. The, the leather trim, um, unhinged rear number plate. I have no idea what that means. Why would your rear hinder number plate be hinged? But whatever, and an automatic transmission for the first time pretty interesting and then so that major aesthetic update in 1984 when we first got it another update in 1986 um but yeah it so debuted as a 17-year-old model at the 1987 los angeles auto show 1986 uh last year of carburetors which i thought was interesting that they <laughs> went with carburetors for that long 1986 <laughs> wow so um 
and uh, carburetors are phased out, and the two door was phased out. Yep. Unless but you ordered it. It still lasted all the way to 1996, mm-hmm. um, but its mechanical bloodline kind of ended in 2004, actually. Like, the frame and a lot of the car turned into the Discovery and the Mark II mm-hmm. Discovery, and that's finally when everything got engineered out. So, really, Range Rover Classic lasted underneath all the way to 2004. Also, what I like is they get all the way to 1994. They're two way, two years away from it ending, and they think, let's redesign the dashboard. <laughs> 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 it went all that time, and they're like, you know what? Let's give it a go. Yep. Let's give it a go. Yeah, last uh, hurrah. Yeah. And uh, Is that you know, dashboard better or worse? Absolutely better. Absolutely better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, and it's is it the soft dash? Soft dash. Is that what they refer to it as? Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to guess how many made? How many classic Range Rovers were made? You had something like... Michael, do you know this one? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to take a guess? Well, I don't know. Are you talking worldwide numbers or U.S.? Uh, I know U.S. Let's let yeah do U.S. Well, so like eighty-seven to ninety-five, give or take, there's like three or four thousand a year. Okay. So I don't even know. I don't know the math. How many years is yeah, that? Yeah, that was I was. That's not helping me. That's <laughs> <laughs> your question. That's you like, gave me like a quiz back. Like, what is it? Like twenty-five thousand. Train A is like approaching at <laughs> twenty-five thousand in the U.S. Something like uh, that. I think uh, total about three hundred twenty thousand worldwide. I was gonna say two hundred thousand. Yeah. All right. So three hundred twenty thousand. A lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, not a lot, but for for Land Rover, um, and they didn't. Yeah. Again, they didn't change very much. But um, what else? What's next? What else do you want? Movies and TV. I got some movies and TV. Uh, um, I think probably most well known for I'm going to say starring in Always Sunny in Philadelphia as Glenn Howerton's or in the show Dennis Dennis's car. He loves that thing. Yeah. What else you got? I've never seen the show. Is it any good? Uh, yeah, it has a lot of personality, so you wouldn't like it. No, no, yeah. not my thing. It's not. too funny for you. Uh, it is, is too it? Funny yeah, yeah. It. Uh, it has audio. <laughs> <laughs> it's not also it. a color. <laughs> okay, okay. Not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah. Uh, there was a movie uh, in 1995, I'm sure you've seen this, uh, called The Man Who Made Husbands Jealous. That's me. Yeah, and the only reason I I point that out is because the car like starred in it. Oh wow! Other than that, it wasn't it was wasn't it, really in anything. You might not know, but was it the car of the man who made? I don't know. Jealous? I didn't. Let's I was say like, it was. Let's I was, say yeah, it. Is. I, I, I just feel Let's like it is. is. I just feel yeah. like it is. So yeah, I thought that was a very interesting title to have the Land Rover Range Rover Classic. Yeah, it's appropriate when I roll yeah. into like Erwan or Whole Foods parking lot. Oh, you're getting looks. I just like. All the, the wives, husbands. no, the they just like pissed. run to me, and the husbands are just like, oh, <laughs> damn, the guy has a Range Rover Classic. Like, oh. how can I compete? <laughs> did you look at YouTube, Steve? Uh, I did look at YouTube. Ooh, all right, um, and this is interesting uh, because I believe this is a. It's not Doug Demiro. Oh, thank God. It's not Jay Leno. Thank God. It's not. Uh, it's not. Not your friends with donut. Good. No, and I have a lot not, of enemies. It's not, <laughs> not Motor Trend. Um, it's uh, Soup Classic Motoring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy. yeah, yeah. I so, love that video. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love that video. So, half uh, those views are me. Yeah. So uh, at about seven and a half million views. Do you have you seen the video, Steve? 
Yeah, they do the little stop motion. Don't give me no. Be excited about it. It's a stop motion dismantling and repair of a car. How much time did this guy spend on that? That must uh, have taken it, forever. It said three years or something. Wow. There's a behind the scenes one. It and said, at the end, you just got a Range Rover. Yeah, that is <laughs> like hard to swallow, right? Like, that like, is tough. <laughs> <laughs> what a massive build to no, road, road to nowhere. But no, I highly is, recommend that video. It is very cool, um, and. It was very, very impressive, and uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's worth a watch if you get a chance. Um, advertising. I do have some Your classic people. advertising. It was launched as the car for all reasons. How do you feel about that? I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind, mind that. that. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me get. Let me get. I got these. I got these lined up somewhere. Hang okay. on. Okay. Um. And then we're gonna go. Hang on. No. All right. You no. want me to do famous owners? Yeah. Do it. All right. Now. I think I I would have stopped and started. Wait, started and stopped? Yeah. There it is. Okay. At this first one, because it's all you need, the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Queen had one. Mm-hmm. What else do you want? And the If you need more, though. Guitars from Black Sabbath. There's another queen. Oh. The drummer from Queen. Oh. Roger ah, Taylor. There you go. Had one. Had the convertible. Mm. With really Ooh. ugly wheels on it. They were Ooh. like Jeep wheels. It was awful. Ooh. Um, the second appearance... Of the Pope. This was the second Pope Mobile. No, I'm saying this is the second time on the podcast we've talked oh. about a Pope Mobile. Uh, Michael was kind enough to tell us that the Pope owned one. It was a Pope Mobile. Hmm. That was pretty cool. Makes and sense. Michael Jordan. Ah, and you can see it in his uh, that movie just came out or his film. Yeah, the documentary. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Yes, yeah. uh, um, yes. I think sports ball. A lot more. <laughs> A lot more famous people own one of these, um, but finding that information is pretty obvious. If you search for celebrities and Land Rovers, it's all new stuff. But yeah, every all the footballers. I think and, a good yeah. you know thirty percent, fifty percent of famous people in the eighties and nineties probably had one. Yep, right. I think that's fair to say. There's been some great Land Rover advertising through the years. Okay, a lot of that though was done with more modern stuff. But there's also I'm gonna I'm gonna get some since we have an owner here I'm gonna get some headlines for you. Okay. Um, and I'll, as always they were they were quite clever, um, and they would do introducing the most beautiful vehicle in the world, and it was a Range Rover Classic covered in mud. Yeah. Which I always thought was was very that nice. ad is actually in the men's bathroom of the Motoring Club. Yep. There you go on the wall. As is another one that says finally a Land Rover that won't wait, that will last forever. What does it say? It won't last forever. It's a weird headline. I think it's finally a Land Rover that won't last forever, which is odd. Yeah. Wait. But they now they just, yeah, they just mean it's you know it's gonna sell out. Yeah. But really, you just think, well, okay, that's not great. <laughs> Got ironic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it gives new meaning to the term upward mobility. I like that. You yep. like that one? Yep. I like that that's one. Good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A little cheeky. Uh huh. Um. Let's see. Uh, one of the things with your car is that it can go. It's like. Water clearance. I can drive through. The, um, Sub- it's so a submarine. Basically. Whatever. So whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I, I don't know why you're trampling Mother Nature, but apparently Water do it. Clearance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is real or not, but it says uh, we break for fish, which I thought was that was kind of charming. That's good. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, for your your camping people, um, tired of eating in the same old places. Which I thought was nice, yeah, because it's like you know, and it, it shows the rear end of it. There's a there's a lot of very kind of um, country focused one, not country focused, um, 
And it sounds to me like adventure focused. Maybe. Uh, reduce your salt intake. And it's got mm. a picture of um, uh, the Range Rover going where all the other like snow blowers are broken down. You know the salt. I don't like that one. No, that no, not on board. Good. Okay, I okay. get it. I, I had like to explain it. it a little stretch, bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, um, you can drive it as if it were your brother-in-law's. What? Which I thought was. A, I was like, hmm. that's specific. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, go places where it's still socially acceptable to wear fur. Oh, mm, ho, ho, ho. there you go. That's calling it yeah, out. Yeah, that's and a so, little on the nose. So it's 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 on safari. Uh, is, yeah. Give me one more. One more. Okay. Um, where do we? I, I want to find one good one to end on a on a strong one. Let's see. Uh, do these? Do these? Are these true to your experience in your classic? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like you you want to like. I grew up with these ads, yeah, and yeah. it's like even though most people were like driving down the you know highway to Whole Foods, you know, it's that adventuring sense, mm-hmm. and I try to harness it. So a you sense know, of adventure permeates every drive. Yeah. All right. Because you don't know if you're going to break down or not. Yeah. I got. I'm going to end with three. I get oh four. come on! All right. I know. I know. One. This is a good distance for kids to sit from the television. Ooh, that's ah, good. Got that's them good. out in the middle. Nowhere. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It's the four-wheeler of the year. In some places, it's the only vehicle of the year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It takes a moment to uh-huh. kind of like register well, that, and it's good. when there's like an image, it's a little like I'm describing a picture of a- the radio. Again, it's, we're it's, on radio. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the last one, the British have always loved driving on the wrong side of the road, and it's got it going off-road mm. around. The image works though. Speaking of uh, top four by four, uh, Playboy magazine named a top four by four of 1987. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Winner. Look yeah. at that. I Did he get it. like a I, I neglected to put that in yeah, the notes. Yeah. I let that one die, but finally you reminded what? me. Oh god. That's right. <laughs> Probably my browser history anyway. <laughs> um, uh, forums, Steve. Uh, I did not go into the forums. That's probably best. Yeah, that's because best. I thought since we have an owner here, you you've probably been in them and you could tell us. I'm what sure it's you were like in there today. Being in the Range Rover Classic forums, it's Are there sad. Some? It is sad. Because oh. <laughs> there's just it's not like oh look it's like oh like something blew up. I what's this ticking noise? What's this leak? Yeah. It's a uh, you know it's a uh, it's. It's truly, you know, it's why forums <laughs> were yeah. created for people that are like, you know, desperate for information about these trucks breaking down. Yeah, I think down. we've seen really two kinds of forums. Yeah. Those like something is broken, help me, mm-hmm. and then what should I modify next? Like Jeeps. Yeah, I think I think also, I mean, overall, does it feel positive and it's like inspiring? We're like, okay, give it another try. Get back out there. Yeah, you know, I think so cuz yeah. like the the people with any forums, right? You're yeah. getting the people that are most active are the ones that are like passionate about the brand mm-hmm. and that like, you know, want want people to like, you know, be comfortable and, you know, figure these trucks out. But you do get a lot of quite more than any other forums I've seen is like people jumping in and asking like, "I'm thinking about buying X, should I?" Yeah. Or I'm thinking about buying Y for whatever purpose. Is this a bad idea? And I actually did that in a forum before <laughs> I bought my classic. 
because I actually almost bought one in New York and then drove it to LA. So that was my question of like, could I drive this cross country? And then on the forums, I discovered there were a lot of questions of like people questioning, like they have a bad rap. Yeah. Should I take it seriously? And then it was all the, you know, the Land Rover nerds being like, well, if you can turn a wrench, like you're fine. What are the, what are the groups like, you know, is it is is there a classic group? Are you like how do you guys rank? You got hardcore defender people. Well, it's like yeah, you always have cars like cars and yeah, like in the you know RangeRovers.net or whatever. Like that's kind of the main. That's the one to go to. And like you know they have the different generations of okay. Range Rovers. Um, so classics are are like never the the biggest or most uh, trafficked. Um, and like you know, there's like a defenders specific one, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a Range Rover specific one, but not technically not just a classics one. Okay, but in the ranking though, like what, like you know, are you the cool kids? Or are you kind of just the oddballs? Kind of the oddballs, yeah. yeah I'd okay, say so. okay, you know, because you're not the new, you're not the old, you're kind of just there. Yeah, the okay. defenders are definitely the cool kids. Yeah, so, okay, you know, okay, and like you know, I I used to have a discovery, so like there's a. A discovery only one like mm. discoweb.org. Yeah. yeah. And then that one included, had other sections, but on that one it was like disco focused. So then everyone else was secondary. Okay. Okay. So you went into the forum to decide if this was a good idea. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Initially, this was like six years ago. And do you think being from the East Coast had anything to do with liking the classics versus? Yeah, is, is it something you saw a lot when you were younger, or totally? I think it's a common. You know, I'm 38, so like, I was in elementary school when they first came out. Yeah, and so it was like, my mom had a Volvo wagon. Yeah, but like some other friends, their parents, you know, had a Range Rover, and that was like, whoa, what is that? Yeah, because like I feel like growing up in the 80s, it was like it was about wagons. SUVs weren't a thing yet. Yeah, so. Like New York, yeah, when Connecticut, you see a big square house driving down the road, it yeah. takes your breath away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- I think that's why I always dreamed of having one. It's just like the poster of a Ferrari on the wall. Yeah, probably no, why I, you I know. Yeah, thank you for bringing up a Ferrari. Three hundred eight. I'm glad we got there. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we got there. Yeah. I actually, I actually yeah. have this nerdy picture that uh, of me when I was, I think, four, uh, sitting at the base of my bunk bed. Given a thumbs up with like a picture of a white Range Rover Classic behind me. Nice, yeah. nice, awesome. Meant to be. Um, so okay, so this is the one you've always. This is your your white whale. This is the one you've always wanted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you ever? Okay. Well, we'll I have another question <laughs> for you later. I have another question for you later. Uh, okay. Where are we? It's time. Are we? Are we? Michael, our picks. Tell me why your 1995 four door is the best classic in the world. Why should people buy that one? Why is it the best? Final year, just as you mentioned, one year only, the soft dash. They decided after all these years to change it up one final year, screw everything up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the beauty of classics in general, because since the beginning, they basically look the same. Change the grill up, Mm -hmm. wheel changes, there's the short wheelbase version and then the long wheelbase version, which was introduced later. So a lot of times when people talk about like 
preferences with classics. It's short wheelbase or long wheelbase, and then it's either hard dash or soft dash. Hard dash meaning the dashboard was hard plastic Mm -hmm. and much more utilitarian tractor looking. But the soft dash that they introduced in 1995 was wrapped in leather. Yeah, it's just padded leather. Much more modern, yeah. Um, So it was like they took it up a level level in terms of luxury. Can I just buy a hard dash and take it to an upholstery shop and get it leather wrapped? You could. And, like, some builders have done that. But it's still the look of it. It's, like, very, like... There's like a fuse box that's like visible. Yeah. Like it's definitely much more off roady tractor. Utilitarian. Yeah. Um, Got it. And that the soft dash that they introduced with the 95 Classic became the dash for the Land Rover Discovery. Sure. So then all the Discoveries into like the early 2000s had that. Had that dash. So, but the problem is the dash from the 95 Classic doesn't necessarily fit in all the others. It looks the same. But the parts are specific towards the ninety nine five dash, <laughs> so they are oftentimes the most lusted after and have Despised. a premium. But if you have one and you crack a dash piece, then you're Your spending host. a lot more than if yeah. you didn't. Which wow. I currently cracked something on mine. I like how you. Started into this is why it's the best in the world, and you ended why <laughs> yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That was your okay. That's okay. <laughs> Steve, uh, what do you got? You're gonna go where it all started, and this will instantly win you any cars and coffee, which is all that Adam cares about. I can tell. Uh, 1969 Range Rover Velar, which was the prototype that made all these Range Rover classics possible. So you want to get the pure one that's got the fender mirrors. It actually says Velar on the front. Yeah, the so mirrors are about three feet in front of the windshield. Yeah, makes total sense. Uh, very basic inside, very cool steering wheel, and basically the two-door, what it was meant to be when they were still, you know, the empire, you know, visiting exotic lands. Commonwealth, and, but okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> empire, empire, yeah. Um, and the uh, Velar is a Spanish word that means to keep a secret, which... I know you would love explaining to every Cars and Coffee person that came up and asked you about it, Adam. So, um, and, uh, yeah, you want the first one. It's the best one. Pure. Okay. Just uh, like the British like. You're both wrong. No. I've always said when buying a car, you want to get the last version of the first generation. You want all the updates possible, but in the first generation, so it's more pure, as you said, Steve. So what you want to buy is a 1996 autobiography. And all autobiography, hey, 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 watch it. All autobiography means is some very rich person said, make it custom. And Land Rover said, of course, whatever you want, ma'am. And so you're just buying some rich person's old custom choices, and it's going to be the best in the world. Steve's choice doesn't count at all, and you automatically lose this week. What are you talking about? Because it wasn't available to the public. Sure was. You can buy these now. You can buy them now. Yeah, I live in the present. But you can buy prototypes for almost any car now. You can buy F1 cars. Yeah, I it live in the present. It wasn't available to the public. So it Velar is now, doesn't count. No, it counts. And it mine's counts. better than Michael's by one year. 
Yeah, and Europe not, only. We're not even. <laughs> no, we're not even. We're not and even the Queen. I'm, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a man of the people. Yeah. I, I get yeah. one that's mass yeah. available. Yeah. And mine was know. the one they tested. Mine's what started the legend. Mine's the most valuable and not available to the public. It is. There's one. It right is here. now. Yes, because the they present. took Stop it out of the, the vault. No, At the time it wasn't you know for what? sale, there you up, lose. There are up to 40 of these available. All right, topics. Yes. Up to 40. <laughs> uh, impact of the Range Rover Classic on the car industry and on popular culture. Huge. First SUV in the world. Bronco. Like luxury, a luxury SUV. A Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> First luxury SUV. Yeah. Uh, up into, I mean, Also, no, Wagoneer. We yeah, talked again, about that. Again, luxury SUV. That, the yeah. Jeep Wagoneer was a luxury SUV. You're not going to take the Wagoneer off-road. But you could. No. It wouldn't come back. All right. We already yeah. talked about the Wagoneer. You've already forgotten what you've no, said. No. Uh, huge impact well, on we, Land Rover. Can we let Michael, can have, let Michael have a word in? Sorry. He just he just rambles. Uh, what do you feel is your impact of the Range Rover on? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, the, the Wagoneer was definitely, like, luxury American you know, maybe started the SUV thing, but the Range Rover was the more exotic, more luxurious, yeah. you know. You're going through the jungles. You're on safari. You're not in, and the, what was the Wagoneer? Like in and Iowa. I, New England. <laughs> and that, around, I feel like that. Doing the school run. That, to me, is like the epitome of why the classic is so special is because you are actually able to seriously off-road with it. Yeah, it has like proven chops with Camel Trophy, the Darien Gap stuff, all the Dakar races it won, but yet it was smooth, leather seats, highway driving, so kind of best of both worlds. Popular culture, uh, it was cool in the eighties, right? The Land Rover. Has it ever been uncool? Today, it's been. <laughs> it's been for yuppies. I hate this car. It's been for footballers <laughs> and footballers' wives. It's been for athletes. Everybody gets – I mean, there's no – it's never – it's for the queen. It's for royalty. It's it's for celebrities. Yeah, keep pitching. I'm not buying. Yeah. I, well, it's not for you. This thing is terrible. You put stickers on your car. We've been over All right. This. Yeah. For the owner, popular perception of your car versus reality. Uh, oh. Popular perception is that – I was gonna say that's reliable, but that's not a popular. That's not a popular. No, a, no, no, yeah, no, no. popular perception is that it. Okay, that it's very expensive to fix problems. On sure, it sure. Because they assume that like, oh, it's luxurious. It's European classic. So like, oh, uh, one part is gonna be like incredibly expensive, and like, yes, there are some that are, but in general. The parts are readily available because there were so many classics made all across the world, yep. and you can get parts from the UK. Yep. Uh, but it is more of the hours that it takes to repair and how often that tends to drive the overall cost of maintaining it up. So that brings me uh, to the elephant in the room of you don't really have a Range Rover Classic Damn anymore. Damn it. <laughs> You Minor have, detail. You have a Range Rover body with a Chevrolet underneath. You have an LS swapped. A Roverado. A Roverado. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> or a Silverado. So Ro you put Silver in, Rover. You put an entirely new engine and transmission. Correct. In yours. 
uh, so that it would work. Yes. How's that working out for you? <laughs> it's great. It works. It's reliable now. It's not reliable. How many times <laughs> have you broken down? A couple times. A couple times. Yeah. It's been on. It's still been on tow trucks post LS swap. Yeah. But Whoever that's because did that of... work should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> All right. What the year? What year is it? So Again? I I so have the 19, you have the ninety five. It's okay. a ninety five classic. Okay. But I LS swapped it with okay. a 5.3 liter V8 from a 2013 Chevy Silverado. Okay. Along with a six-speed GM transmission. So you just wanted like the coach-built version of a Range Rover. <laughs> you just wanted like the exterior, like a body kit for a Silverado. Yeah. yeah well, okay. the okay. even though the Range Rover Classic had a modern V8 in it, it was still super slow. So. Like, it's fine around town, but the LS swap makes it, you know, a little more comfortable on highways and taking road trips and getting now, in the desert. Because you swapped it, like, and you're in the forums, do people say, like, yeah, oh, are you a, a pariah are you, or are you, you cool? a hero? So it's because Land Rovers in general are so unreliable and have had so many issues, most celebrate ones that have been swapped because it's like oh sweet you solved one of the biggest issues uh, it's half the car it's yeah. not like a it's not like a Porsche where if you swap a you know take yep. an air cooled engine out and put it like a a Subaru engine like, sacrilege sacrilege yep. so it's not like I that that's improve, good but it a there bit. are some like Shut your there's mouth. a I think there's a minority of like super Land Rover nerds okay of course what about value? The vast majority are like, sweet, you actually went through the effort to okay. to completely change Well, value's got to be worth more now. It is. And honestly- That's a condemnation of the car <laughs> if I've ever heard of. Whatever. There's a ton of LS swap <laughs> defenders. Like, that market is, like, proven, and the prices for those, it's like a, it's like a set known thing in the market. Okay. There are very few swapped classics. Okay. So- the 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 main company doing it is ECD in Florida. They've done a few. Mm -hmm. and those are like big bucks. Yeah. But like in terms of ones you've actually seen for sale and bring a trailer, it's like a handful. So um, definitely have increased the value. I just don't know by how much. Okay. All right, uh, Steve. You think future classic will they hold their value or go down? My Velar, one hundred percent already a it's classic. Not even not for sale. They are, yeah. I think actually yeah, future classic. It, it already is I a classic. I think they're, they're yeah. getting cooler and cooler. Sure. Especially with, like, slight modifications like yours. You put different wheels on it, put chunky tires and some, like, rally lights. It looks totally different. It looks cool. I think they are going to get better and more valuable as time goes on. you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think, I think it's, like, you've seen it with so many other vintage 4x4s where something like a Bronco or a Defender gets super popular and then the price goes nuts. Yep. Same thing. Defender prices went crazy, and then people started saying like, "Oh well, the classic's yeah. pretty cheap." And honestly, the classic is a most people are driving them on the road most of the time, yep. and the classic's way more comfortable than a Defender. So I think as people, I mean, a park bench is more comfortable than a Defender. <laughs> yeah. So I think as people realize that like they want a classic, but they okay. don't want like the tractor-like nature of a Defender, they'll realize that that's, yeah, that's, that's a Range could this car have been made by another brand? Yes, it's called the Jeep Wagoneer. Is it better? Yes, absolutely in every single way. No. Uh, whoa, does whoa. the car live up to <laughs> its advertisements? We are trying. No, no. 
I mean, you have the you have the Bronco. You have the Wagoneer. Not luxury. The Bronco's not luxury. Okay, okay. What's the so Wagoneer? There's got to be other one. What about, at the time, Wagoneer. At the time, okay. And a G wagon, because you think about like a a four door. But was it around back then? It G- was around. It wasn't luxury. I don't know if it was, was it? luxury. It wasn't luxury. Still pretty military yeah. at that point. Uh, I think Grand luxury. Cherokee was that around yet? I think it was only Wagoneer, but I don't really. Okay. But either way, we'll call it a big Jeep. Okay. Um, I think that was it. Was there? Is there another one? No. no. There's no GMC or anything like that? No, it like was that. like K5 Blazer, the yeah, early Suburbans, Suburbans, Tahos. Yeah, it was kind of on its own till what, like the 2000s? Early 90s? Yeah. So, no. The answer is... All of them are better than this. No. All no, of them are better. No. So, <laughs> it, it tried to be made by the Wagoneer, which was horrid. It was not horrid. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was terrible. Then why did you pick one when we chose that podcast? Because I had to pick something <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, so... Yeah, it's, I, th- I don't think anything else could have been. Nobody else made one at the time. Does the car live up to its advertisements? Was there no, like, Mitsubishi or anything? That's not luxury, is it? Bro, we okay. bombed them into the Stone Age. They didn't whoa, have any cars yes, they had, that what, were was there, very cool. That's true. There wasn't the luxury. Six Montero. Yeah, the Montero. Okay. It's not luxury. Not luxury. No. Land Cruiser? Not luxury. It's not Land Cruiser. That's a Defender. Land Cruiser was pretty luxurious, wasn't it? By the 80s, yes. Okay. Not in the 60s and 70s. Okay. Well, all right. I'll give Land Trust Cruiser. me, I'm a journalist. I know all this stuff. Okay, you're a blogger. <laughs> let's, 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 For the let's, third yeah. time, yeah. does the car live up to its advertisements? I think when it's, when it's running, yes. I <laughs> I think it totally – well, owner, does it? Does oh, yeah. It? Yeah. yeah. Living it's that lifestyle. You know, all those ads. Adventurous, right? Capable, you know? When, uh, when it's running, luxurious. yes. When it's running, yes. And it has probably one of well, definitely for SUVs, the best heritage. Yeah. There's no SUV that has a better heritage than the Range Rover. Yeah, think of, no. Go ahead, Mister Journalist. <laughs> it's true. Comb through your archives. The Wagoneer has some pretty good heritage. No, no. they didn't do Perry that car. They, they never they left the U.S. The, yeah, and like. Yeah, no off-road history. Yeah, no history of like. I guess the heritage is that Man- Nantucket vibe, but like, That's not but you totally have, different. But yeah. you have like UN vehicles, safari vehicles, yeah. police, fire, oh, we go into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no other can actually claim any of that. Yeah. Uh, complaints about your car or any like missed opportunities you think they had? Um, electrical. <laughs> Yeah, is it Lucas? Lucas, it's all Lucas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, that's the biggest missed yeah. opportunity. If if that had someone had made a change back then, yeah, then all the nightmare <laughs> issues that okay. we deal with, all right, that's that would be good. solved. Um, all right, Steve, where do you drive your Velar, and what do you do for a living? I'm going to take next. my Velar, and I'm going to go. It's it's. I'm not going to go very far. Yeah, but I'm going to say. I'm a surgeon. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's my weekend car. This is pre-airbags, right? Yeah. Does he have airbags? Oh, yeah. I'm the only one with airbags. Oh, yeah. 95. No, yeah. So you I don't think a surgeon is going to drive around without airbags? I don't even have a horn, I don't think, in this thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Because yeah. it's not street legal. And it's going to – I'm going to go to the farmer's market. I'm going to go to Cars and Coffee. And I'm going to drive around and, like, rescue people. And that's in your dream. In the vlog, and I'm just going to be cruising around like a landowner, and have that. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
I guess, Michael, where do you drive your car and what do you do for a living? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm a sheep herder in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's where you're going with? And uh, I drive it out into the fields to check on my flock. I pack a picnic in a wicker basket and open the tailgate and enjoy my lunch with the sheep. Yeah, this, I was thinking picnic as well. Is yeah. this a yeah. modified one, though? Uh, There's no Chevy engine sheep or Range Rover, is there? Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, I'm, a, why not? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a rebellious just, sheep, yeah, yeah, sheep herder. Just, they're yeah, really yeah. fast. you got to keep up with them. Yeah. Like, those aren't cheap. <laughs> uh, my autobiography, I'm driving through Savile Row. No, look at you. Yeah. yeah. And what do I do? I don't, I don't work for a living. No, You're no. kidding me? <laughs> you inherited. Exactly. What's the second car in your surgeon's garage? Uh, I'm going to say, let's see, because um, I've got my beautiful classic, my rare prototype. Well, you have a classic anyway. I don't know if it's I, beautiful. I, it's, 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 I would say, I mean, because it is unsafe, so I can't really take anyone in it. No. Um, but I, I mean, you have a lot of money to lose liability wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could do my own surgery. So if I crash, I'll be right. <laughs> uh, I would say the second car in the garage is a great question. I'm wondering do I go? Do I keep it all British? Am I that? Uh, I could go Aston Martin. Oh, mm, there you go. If I've got this prototype. Yeah. I'm spending some money. Yeah, that's it true. Doesn't it's work, true. And it's super rare. It's true. And so, and I'm a surgeon. I'm going Aston. Um, yeah, I'm going like DB9. Okay. Yeah. Mm, full yeah. British. Yeah. Yeah. What's your ideal second car? Like any true classic enthusiast, it would be. Another no! Range Rover, no! but just newer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you so gotta that, have the a new parts, uh, parts car. Yeah, no, no, no just like a newer, a, a newer modern, car. like dailyable, like a like a twenty twenty two Range Rover. Yeah. Oh. Or slightly more, you know, an L three twenty two. So you know, two thousand ten, two thousand twelve. Okay. You know, keep it modern enough, but interesting. Yeah. Wow, the exact same car. Okay. Second car in my garage. Yeah. I want to say a horse-drawn carrot. <laughs> I want to say when I go past my castle. <laughs> um, that would be amazing. A th- horse. This yeah. one, yeah, yeah, exactly. This one is not for Michael. This is just for you and I. Okay. Uh oh. Can I get you to trade the Fiat? Wait, did for you your say Valar? your second car? What were, not a, a horse-drawn horse. carriage. <laughs> It's like gold and everything. You're ridiculous. That's not okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's just move on. Would you? Can I get you to trade the Fiat for this for a Velar? You don't have an SUV. The dog would fit. An SUV and a Ferrari. Come on, Steve. That's the life. A Velar prototype and a Ferrari 308. Like I am taking life by the short hair. Come on, man. No reliability issues. (laughs) Not at all. But you got Uber and Zoom. You don't need cars anymore. Zoom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah. Um, it's this thing where you call yeah, people on the it. internet. I, no, because I have. I'll a, show you later. I have a visceral reaction I'll to <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> I panic. You're like, I, I have one like, right now. I Did like, I miss one? Am I on? <laughs> <laughs> Am Is I there a link I need? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, wow. That's uncomfortable. Um, I'm trying to. Let's see. Uh, I like a Velar, and I like that kind of, you know, landowner conquering kind of, you know. Yep. Vibe. Vibe. But it would be so slow. Yeah. But you got nowhere. Pl- you got nowhere to be. <sighs> He's thinking about it. Yeah, He's I, thinking I, about really. it. Really, I, I think that's a pretty good garage. I oh, yeah. think. Let's be honest. Um, it would be. 
They're I both think... ugly cars that never work. Oh, stop it. They're both rusting away. Cars. They both need I've engine seen... swaps. Uh, yeah, no, no, stop it. You're, you're just lashing out tonight. Um, I, I think I'd do it. I'd go. I, I'd, I'd get you got a convert, nice. Michael. I'd get a convert. I Winner. Would, I, ding, get, ding, ding. I'd get all the Union Jack stuff. I'd March, get all the flags. March 6th. I'd... Go to Lancaster. Pick yourself out one at the event. Go home with oh, one. Oh, just... just... <laughs> Just no, buy one on Craigslist tonight, that's, and then yeah, you yeah. try to make that's it next British. week. Go find someone to go home with them. Yeah. I would not trade either of my cars for a Range Rover Classic. Even if they were running? I wouldn't trade your car for one of these. <laughs> what? I do not want one. Not anything? But you're a property owner. <laughs> I am a land baron. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But if I own one of these, I would just look like a down on your luck landowner. I don't need that. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't need that. That'd be too real. <laughs> <laughs> but you love doing all that like like off landing stuff. Off, you you really <laughs> nailed it. Off roading, yeah, and I you pack love, your little lunch, and you yeah. like food. So I go on a Cayenne that has your little nice lunches leather and Bluetooth stuff. and yeah. five hundred twenty yeah, horsepower. But, but you could be part of a community. You could you could. Oh, I don't like other people, Steve. You I know, know that. You've know, seen how I've acted I know, tonight. I know. That's I don't true. like other people. I'm just saying, yeah. Um. Lastly, yes, Michael, you first. Can I get you to trade your car? We're brand new. We skipped over questions. I don't think we did. Yeah. I'm reading them. No, values. Have we done our That's our... not a question. It's barely a category. It's no one's gonna buy it. Nobody cares. Whoa. What do you got? I'm just saying. We're already my... at an hour, Steve. Mine's the Go. We have a special guest. What do you got? How much is yours worth? No one's gonna buy Mine's it. Mine's the most cares. valuable one. I'm at like fifty grand for one of these things. Yeah, because it was never them. available to the public, no. and it's basically a collector no. item, and you're cheating it, it's this a week. Cle- I'm not cheating. A cle- what's what's your values? Are they going up? What they're, are they're going up. Yeah, okay. like now they're twenty twenty five grand. Okay, so to get for to live one. the like repetitive lifestyle, what's what am I looking? You know, what's it going to take? Well, I mean, I got to find one. You got to find one. You can find. You can still find. Ones that need some work for like ten. Okay. You know, maybe eight still, but like most of them are gonna be fifteen, twenty, twenty five, and then the like super clean ones are getting up. The the bring a trailer ones, there's like, you know, you're seeing the like forty five thousand okay. dollar one. Okay. But real quick, what am I looking for when I go find one? To get yours. Like things to look out for? Yeah. Just real quick. So it's British and it's old to rust. Okay. Number one, and yeah. And there were no U.S. cars, huh? But can I? I mean, it's, even in the I U.S. Mean, cars, they rested. Attention. No, I'm just saying to our whole podcast. Said, the they came to the it. U.S. I know the way he said it. So the, it. the problem yeah, is, so many out? of them were yeah. like in the Northeast, oh, and they were nothing good up there. SUVs, so they were left outside, driven in the winter. So so By many the of them have yeah. huge rust issues. And the value of the car is like yeah pretty low. So like you could spend more than the car is worth fixing rust. If if do you think you might have spent more on your car than it's worth at this point? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a labor of love. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So rust is the number one thing. Is there anything else? Rust, and then you know all of the electrical gremlins. Okay. Engine stuff, you know, pumps failed. Um, so it's just like a checklist of electrical so and running parts, issues. body, and electrical. Yep. Other than that, things are usually fine. Yeah. Okay. 
Back to you over there. Are we done? You're, yeah. No, no. I'm, Good. These are, we're, we are offering our no listeners. No one should buy one of these. No, what are they talking about? <laughs> we're having a big event. What if they wanted to go? There could be someone listening right now. Yeah. There's still time. There's no. still time. And, and it's not one of these things. These Buick V8s, they could go for many miles. Okay. So, like, I never say. Oh, multiple miles. Yeah, many miles. Oh, in wow. A row, in I a never row. say, like, <laughs> in a row. Yeah. you know, it's not like some cars yeah. where you're like, oh, find the lowest mile. Oh, okay. Know, yeah, yeah. Sam- okay. Example, you yeah, can yeah. Find. It's a Buick V8. Like, right. if it's, one had, you know, 230,000 miles on it, I'd say, no problem, no problem. but you can redo, okay. redo the heads, yeah. you know, okay. some stuff, stuff, it's And get another 200,000 miles. There, are there preferred colors? He always asks. Look at his shirt. I mean, it's it's a it's a British icon, green over tan. Okay, okay. Good combo. All right. Good combo. All right. Go fine. I Thank just you. we just had to offer some real buying advice. <laughs> Again, I don't want up. anyone to buy these. They things. have an event coming up, so <laughs> you want a green one? Check for rust, electrical part, and, and then take all the parts of it that are Land Rover and make them Chevy, and then you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Is, is what Simple. We yeah. yeah, Michael. Yeah. Can I get you to trade in your rusty, non-electrical working, and whatever problems we said? Can I get you to trade it in? For a brand new off the lot Chevy Spark. It's got Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. It works every day. Yep. Yep. Man, that is a tough one. And I lock brakes? Yeah. Oh, really? Manual. Sta- manual? What? Yeah. yeah. 13 grand out the door. Bluetooth. You know what? I C-warmers. really appreciate that offer. Sea warmers. But I'm going to pass. I'm going to keep All the right. classic. We couldn't yeah. get him. I'm going to keep Steve, it. Steve, Velar or Chevy Spark? Um, I can't. I can't. I'd you have, have to drive it for a year. It's your only car. Oh, it's my. Do we? Is that what we said? Only car it's for your only year? car. I would do it because this for, is where reliability comes into it. Right? I would do it for the Britishness of it. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would. I'd do it for my mom to say, and for the Queen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. You know, and I'd, I'd flash the passport and do all the things <laughs> when, you know, it was broken down. Yeah. And and I would do it, and I'd get the little flags up front. Yeah. Ooh, and, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, I would, I'd have to, I'd really have to, like, be a better person. I or would. worse? No, worse. 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 Grumpy. Grumpy. Grumpier. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. a poof. Yeah, poof. yeah. Okay. Yeah. See? Um, yeah. I would drive a 1995 Mitsubishi Mirage. Rather than wow, a Land Rover Classic because <laughs> you hate adventure. I would drive anything rather than a Land Rover Classic. Because you don't, you don't break for fish. Yeah, I don't break for fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take that Chevy Spark all day. Okay, so you don't like travel, adventure, no, adventure gonna... spirit, anything? No, I'm not answering. No, you don't like history or heritage? <laughs> <laughs> no, no class, elegance, anything? Class? Yeah. All right, that's what Range Rover. Come on. To at least give it that. I'm not giving you it's anything. It's a classy vehicle. Closing arguments. Okay. Uh, would you like Michael to go first? Me to go first? Um, I'll warm us up. I'll go first. Okay, please. Yeah. Uh, as always with these things, uh, except for the other podcasts where I said get the latest one, you want the first one, and you want the purest one, the two doors, and that's the one they originally meant to make before it got adulterated into a footballer's car, <laughs> and it's... It's everything you want to go exploring. You don't have to go too far in it. It's rare. And if you can find one, that's the one you want. You want a, a Volar. And it's so good, that's what they named their later car, the Range Rover Volar. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they still like the nameplate so much. And it's to keep a secret, which is adorable. 
Okay. Um, I think Michael should close out the episode. Okay. So I will have, I'll take so the So we next... can have an informed opinion. <laughs> there it is. There, that's okay. the truth. Okay. Um, so I'll take the next closing argument. Okay. All right. Steve's isn't real because it was never available to the public. Uh, He's cheating. No. So you can't have that one. Uh, again, I've always said you want the last edition of the first edition. So a 1996 autobiography. Take some other rich person's taste. It's going to be great. It's the best one you can have if you must have one of these cars. Give me one thing that's on the autobiography that's not in the normal one. Uh, you can choose whatever color you want. It's it's a full custom program. So if they wanted Just give me something. Just give marble me something. floors if you wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> ostrich, no, no. ostrich leather. Is that it helping was, our listeners? It was fully custom. Everyone's different, Steve. Okay, give me one thing. Is there is there a, a thing for like shooting foxes? Is it like there what can you, be? What, what what? There must have been something that you saw. I cannot possibly say this any plainer. Every single one was different. It was made to and customer all spec. I want is one different spec that they chose. That's it. You do a any color. Research? Okay, you could have a special blue and cool rims. Okay, all right. Special blue. Man, you're the worst. Okay. All right, you got two minutes, whatever. I'm not timing it. Yeah. Unadulterated, uninterrupted time. Why should you buy this car? Well, why a 95? Why the one I picked? Yeah. Well, unlike Steve, get the first year, all the problems. 95 was the culmination of decades of building and improving <laughs> to, to make Barely. the perfect example of a classic. But in seriousness, it's a still a good value in a classic SUV right now. They're fun to drive, comfortable, good off-road, a lot of good sources for information and for parts, a lot of good mechanics in most areas. And I think as Defender prices have gone nuts, you'll start seeing Range Rover Classics become more hip with the collector crowd. So I have a couple questions at the end. Oh, my sweet Stop Lord. It. Stop it. Stop it. This is what people come for. We have Michael. It's very important. Just hurry up. Would you ever drive an all-original one? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All I, money aside. Yeah. Okay. And, like, my next w- one that I own will – Go back the other way. Okay, so you go fuller. And then the last thing is, uh, for people who might be rushing out to get the Range Rover Classic before your event, which is, remind everybody again. Sunday. Sunday. March 6th. Um, what's the Range Rover Classic culture like, ownership? It's, uh, you know, I think it's like any classic, uh, like, SUV. You know, you, you give the head nod to your fellow okay. owner. And it's it's like it's enthusiast based. I think you still okay. get the like old lady that just has owned it forever, and you know. But I think now you're getting more the enthusiast, the adventurer. Um, so it's a good uh, it's a good crew. Okay. What you're are you we done to now? Go? Do you are have we to done go? now? Are you in a hurry? We're at over an hour. Uh, I do want to say thank you for Michael for creating this club that we all come to. Yeah. So welcome. thank you for that. Yeah. That's awesome. I know it's a tremendous amount of work and sacrifice, all kind of stuff. Adam doesn't give two shits about this. But I just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. All the members do. And uh, just a heartfelt thank you. For doing and thank us. you for putting on the event on the 6th. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. And thanks for uh, podcasting in our podcast room <laughs> <Yeah>. every week. <laughs> we do what we can. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done and yep. for coming to the podcast. And w- what? A little tease for next week. 
Oh. We're sticking British. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank Don't you very pick, much, you're Steve. You're going to something cheap that no one wants to hear about. I already know. <laughs> we, we already did it. <laughs> yeah, Today. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And on that note, thank you, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.